0: welcome back for another episode of super fun game review podcast go find us on facebook.com slash super podcast twitter.com slash super podcast patreon.com slash super podcast instagram at super podcast go itunes at super fun game review podcast go thanks and enjoy the show
1: Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! To my left, I have Mr. Steve tonight. It's like finding a bride in a brothel house. (laughs) Across from me is Mr. Ralph. (laughs) To my right, Clark Man. Drake's full of shit. I am actually the descendant of Sir Francis (coughs) Drake. Oh! And I will be your host this evening, Mr. Harry. Heads up! <laughs> A lot of headshots in your playthrough. <laughs> All right, guys. Tonight we're going to talk about Uncharted One: Drake's Fortune. So let's just jump right into initial impressions. Steve, what do you
0: got? I, I have never played an Uncharted before, to the begrudging of many people that I know who have said I really need to play this game. And now I have played this game, and now I'm looking forward to more games. But we will get into that more. <laughs>
1: There's an impression. There you go. That was quite the impression. Ralph, what do you got for us?
2: Steve, you can almost say this is Uncharted Territory for you. Oh
0: this <laughs> oh, this fucking uh, guy fucking uh, double guns, Ralph. Double guns. <laughs> you fucking sock cucka. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Uh
2: yeah, so I, I skipped uh, Uncharted completely. I, I didn't get on the on the No way. A big a big mainstream franchise that you skipped? <laughs> hey, what are you trying to say? You trying to call me a hipster? What is this? No. Uh, <laughs> Fucking video game hipster. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. Memory. I hate hipsters. I, uh, <laughs> it's not even going to go there. Uh, I, I played Uncharted 2. That was the one that really seemed uh I, I drank the hype for Uncharted 2, played it, enjoyed it. I never went back to play this one, and I was, I was glad to do so. Uh, I can see where they innovated, and I can see that this is like the... The early blueprint which launched this franchise, and uh, we'll get into more detail.
3: When I was a kid, I idolized Indiana Jones. I thought Indiana Jones was the shit. And so when this game came out, I bought a PS3 to have this game. Like it was the first, yes, it was the first game that I was like, I have to own a PS3 for this. It was that and Metal Gear 4. I bought both of them. I waited until this came out. Bought this and and uh, Metal Gear Solid
2: 4. I think Metal Gear Solid 4 came out 2009 though. It was 2 years later. This was 2 years later? No, this was 2 years earlier. This was 07. All
3: right, maybe it was Metal Gear Solid 4. I bought them the same day okay. when I bought my when I bought my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I played like an hour or two of Metal Gear and you then, watched
2: you watched an hour or two of Metal Gear,
3: right? <laughs> um, and then I played this until my disc broke. Uh, I couldn't get past uh, chapter eighteen. I guess this. they patched that. I had this used, uh, so the disc was just scratched. Oh, never got past it. But I was obsessed with trying to play this game so much so that I bought a PS3. What
1: about you, Harry? So I actually didn't know about this game. Until I played The Last of Us, because uh, I was a huge fan of The Last of Us. Go back and listen to that episode; you'll uh, definitely agree that I was. But I was looking for more games. Some of us weren't. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, we all. I don't did. like the ending. Jesus Christ! That episode. Neither did I. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but anyway, I was looking for more games like that that had like rich characters, like a, a fully uh, engrossed story, like that. That just the way that they tell their story. I guess I was looking for more just because they haven't released, like, The Last of Us 2. I needed to fill that void in my life. So I remember putting this in the back of my head, like, I need to play this series at some point. When they started releasing commercials for Uncharted 4 on, on uh, television, they were also saying, like, to get, like, hype for this game, like, we're releasing the entire collection. And I was thinking, wow, all three games in one collection, like, I gotta get my hands on this. I actually put off getting it for, like, a year uh, which I'm glad I did because I think I paid like half price now, because uh, I got this like really, pretty pretty cheap. Like the entire, I, I think I got it for like fifteen bucks. So like if you think about it, it's like five dollars a game. Yeah, you know? I mean it, it came out for forty. Yeah, it started so, at forty it something like that. To um, so no, I, I finally had the franchise. I only played the first game, but I'm very excited that we uh, picked this up.
3: I will say one thing that I do not like about the collection, and this doesn't speak anything about the actual game itself uh i do not like that on the ps4 collection there is no multiplayer in two and three. That, oh, i didn't know that yes really the t- the multiplayer is stripped out it is just the single player components of the three games hmm. it's something that bothers me because the multiplayer in two and three is amazing they just stripped it out check that out yeah
1: well anyway let's uh jump into game development gents
0: Game development.
3: So, this game was made by Naughty Dog? Naughty Dog! Uh, they are of Jack and Daxter fame earlier. And I believe uh, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yeah. To go from Crash Bandicoot to making this
0: game is. Um, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah.
2: I'll say. You said it. I didn't it. play any, uh, any Naughty Dog games. Until the second one, and uh, Tekken Uncharted. Actually, I never played Crash Bandicoot. I never played Jack and Daxter. And I guess it's the third Jack and Daxter they finished, and then they started working on this. Right? Right. Seems to make sense. Looks like it launched November nineteenth, two thousand seven. Two year development cycle.
1: <laughs> Just keep rambling bullet points. All right. So it says uh, under the code name Big. That's odd. I thought I read something interesting about development earlier. Like they kept it a secret for quite some time
3: yeah yeah this was developed in secret because so what happened was at e3 it got announced by playstation that naughty dog was working on an exclusive game for for the the ps3 yeah
1: oh yes i do remember that
3: and uh no one knew what it was everybody assumed it was another jack and daxter game and then they were like here's uncharted and everyone was like what the fuck is this and then it was like Oh, it's kind of a take on like the modernness of Lara Croft with some of the actual like intrigue of Indiana Jones. Dude Raider. Yeah. Dude Raider. <laughs> Dude Raider. Also,
2: Ralph's favorite porno.
3: <laughs> it's a good one,
0: Ralph.
2: My favorite porno is the Erotic Witch Project.
0: I like the Bear Bitch
1: Project. That's pretty good. I think <laughs> that one was... Was that Showtime or
2: Skinamax?
0: Oh, God. Forget.
1: So the artist aimed for a style that was photorealistic. Um, they envisioned the main protagonist Nathan, yeah, Drake, Nathaniel, Nathan Drake as more of an everyman character than Lara Croft, shown as clearly under stress in the game's many firefights. All right, so it was 2007, I guess. I think that's a big bullet point. But uh, other you're than that, you're 2007.
0: Your mom's 2007. It's so 2000 late.
1: So this was Naughty Dog's first PlayStation 3
0: game. So they really had to get used to the new hardware and everything, especially if you're trying to you know, make a big jump in making a type of game like this compared to basically anything else you've done
2: up to that point. Looks like development actually started on the PS2 and had to be changed over the PS3.
0: Well, it's also interesting that it wasn't until sometime in 2008 when they released a patch is when uh, they actually finally started integrating uh, PlayStation 3's trophy system. So they'd even have that set up right off the bat. Well, a
3: lot of games actually at the time didn't have the trophies yet. Mm. Uh, Around 2008 is when the trophy system came out to compete with uh, the achievements on Xbox. Yeah. Makes sense. Actually, I believe, if I remember correctly, and this is sheerly off the top of my head, um, I believe that Uncharted was either one of the first games to get trophies or one of the last. I remember like it was one or the other. People were pretty
1: upset about it. Oh, check this out. Says here, uh, during the closed beta of PlayStation Home on October 11th, 2008, Naughty Dog released an Uncharted themed game space for PlayStation Home. Space is Sully's Bar from the game. In this space, users can play an arcade minigame called Mercenary Madness, which during the closed beta, there were rewards. Rewar- uh, the rewards were removed from the release of the home open beta. There are also three other rooms in this space, in which during the closed beta, users had to find out codes to the doors that access these rooms. You guys remember PlayStation Home?
2: Yeah. I actually remember uh, making like my avatar and and like walking around and trying to interact with people. It was I don't know how long it how long it lasted, but it was an interesting concept. It's almost like The Sims for your your PlayStation your PlayStation avatar. Yeah,
1: okay. that, that was PlayStation Three, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I never owned a PlayStation Three. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, every other PlayStation One, Two, and Four, but not. I'm oh, surprised no. you haven't just picked one up yet. They're like eighty bucks. I just I feel like there's no point at this point. What's, a, what's <laughs> to play PS3 games? What's an exclusive PS3
2: game that he can't get that is really worth Metal Gear Solid Four?
1: There? I'm not really into the Metal Gear series like that though.
2: Zone. I was going to say shout out the Colossus, but ah, uh, that's just about that's just to come an out HD version, and
1: they're doing another one. Yeah, I really want to play that. Me too. They're interesting. I always wanted to play that game. I'm probably going to pick up the uh, the remake when they do it. Cool. Why don't we move on from game development? Let's uh, let's dissect this story, guys. Yeah story so where do we start i want to
2: start with the indiana jones thing that clark brought up in his initial thought that uh this is almost not a carbon copy but it it very it feels like an indiana jones story set in the modern time which yep. you know if they're going to reboot indiana jones i kind of wish that they would consider a direction like this i feel like uh sully is kind of uh, a cross between marcus brody and uh indiana jones's father sean connery
1: uh I think he's more Henry Jones senior. I feel like he was more timid in the movie. More timid? Uh Sean Connery's character. All that matters is the Grail. He, he wasn't as like cuz Sully was like kind of like gung-ho partner more yeah, or less. He wasn't I'm afraid sure. you're you're right. Gay, Real, for sure. You're for
2: right. sure. Real gruffy. They fill the same role. They're not exactly the same character. I'll I'll, I'll give you that. And They're the, a
3: catalyst for
2: the main character, really.
1: And the barmaids in Lima. <laughs> those <laughs> were this so favorite. I I, I want to tell you like three different feelings I got in this game. So originally, I happy, <sighs> sad, in between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 100% agree with the Indiana Jones thing. Mm-hmm. I felt like the first 70% of the game, Indiana Jones all the way. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Go on. I, I was actually talking to you briefly about this the other day. Then there was a point where you are walking through the jungle and you see this man dead on this like spear trap. Yep. And I got this whole Predator vibe. Just, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Just for like, it was like one or two chapters, I was like, I feel like we're being hunted by like something we can't see. There yeah. was a
0: firefight. They were firing in all directions. Something else is going on.
2: There's something out there, and I ain't no man.
1: And then, I don't even... When the... um the, Yeah, I guess when the, the Spaniards as... Oh, what the hell are those things from? Until Dawn, the Wendigo. The, yeah, the, the, the Wendigo. They, 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 they were wendigo. like a Wendigo. The, w- the Wendigo. Spaniards. Wow. The, didn't they? They actually like model wise looked very similar to the Until Dawn Wendigos. Kind of in like yeah, some of their movements. Sure. Yeah. But I, like like don't what, mind, I don't I even know I don't even want a big, big one. I don't even know how to classify how I felt about the game at that point. But I, I definitely felt the Indiana Jones vibe, and then like a Predator vibe, and then whatever the fuck that is <laughs> for the end of the game. <laughs> I honestly think it still follows
3: the same ideas of most of the Indiana Jones movies. All the Indiana Jones movies have a weird supernatural twist towards M- the end. Yeah, like a mystical. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. like like the Grail melts that fucking dude and the the Kali Ma fucking
2: the Ark of the Covenant. Heart out. Yeah. yeah, the Ark of the Covenant melts guys as well. Now that yeah. you now that you put it that way, mm-hmm. um, that's what I said. No, no, no. no, I know. Whether there's there's aliens or interdimensional beings in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, not that that counts. Yeah, that's not that's not an Indiana Jones movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, can I say if there was a gripe with the story, and it's not even that there's a supernatural element, but that it was like a like a demon that actually came into the game. Like there could have been like a cursed item in the game. There
3: was a cursed item in the game. No,
1: no, I agree. I'm just saying. I just wish it didn't create creatures. That was kind of like... Well, it turned people into creatures. It doesn't add up, though. It pulled me out of the story. Everything was flowing amazing for me until that point. I stepped back a little bit, to be completely honest. Think if there was a point... And I'm saying, overall, I think the story is amazing in this game. But if there was something that was tainting it, it would be that. So
0: where the curse could have been represented differently rather than turning people into creatures
1: yeah maybe it just like it has some kind of weird curse where it kills you in like a month or something or, or i don't know how else they could have done it but just something not creature related not okay that.
2: I, I like where you're going with this and i kind of feel the same way um I, I don't know how to say this without it being a spoiler but i want to say that in another uncharted game there's a similar scenario that about in the midpoint i'm not going to say which one about the midpoint Actually, forget it. I just gave it away. You, I only have played one, one other Uncharted game. You know which one it is.
1: I, I do know all the games in the series have a supernatural element. Yeah. I, I, I am aware of that. I, yeah. I was reading some memes. And you know that one where they usually throw the guy out the window? Where they're like, we need ideas for this new game. Yeah. And the one is like, oh, let's do uh, something, something. And let's, let's do something else with a supernatural element. And then the third guy is like, hey, let's get away from our whole same routine that we always do, and then it shows the guy, like, all pissed and throws him out the window. You've all seen that meme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, I don't think I've seen that one.
2: I'll have to look it up later. I don't know. It was funny.
1: But I did know there was a supernatural element in every game, because I read that meme before I got to that point in the game. I just didn't know what... How out there... ...the supernatural element was. So, I was kind of surprised
2: that we went that route playing this game. I, I really was. And I felt... Once you once you get into like the interior of the the German like port that you that you go to where it's just hallways and you're trying to find your way through the path and they're jumping out at you I was like ooh this is really kind of this is kind of scary like like the game is very I want to say lighthearted throughout and then you get in there and you're by yourself and I was like "Ooh, this is like this is almost like a horror game now like I just walked into a horror game and I want to say that it sort of came out of left field like it just to me was weird that okay we're at this point where we're we're jet skiing upstream and there are dudes like (laughs) shooting rockets at you and all this and and that and Elena like drops her camera and then the next thing you know like you're picking up an mp40 and you're fighting not zombies but they're kind of zombies and i was like wait a minute wh- where did i just go this the whole thing feels weird did you guys experience that at all yes yeah okay. no
3: totally totally it it takes a very quick turn
2: yeah okay that's a good way to um, point. yeah
3: for sure actually when i was replaying this it reminded me of one of the levels from last of us and I think it might have influenced that area a little bit. Um, Are they
2: connected? S- where does it the same company make them?
3: Well, y- well yeah, the same, obviously. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying? I there felt is the a, same that, thing. I felt no, there there the is same actually, thing. There
2: is actually a connection
3: between Uncharted and L- Last oh, of the, Us. Oh,
2: the board games and stuff? Board in, games. Yeah, and the Last of Us, there's an Uncharted like board game in one of the stores uh no there's a paper there's a paper okay. there's in the third one one. Oh, oh, okay oh oh, oh okay i know what you're saying hinting the at the one. next game right yeah. um no i felt the same thing i was sort of like this kind of this is sort of skirting the last of us territory
3: yeah so what i was saying was that 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 area it reminds me of when you have to like walk through that like sewer system in last of us where there's like that guy that ended up yeah, he saved all the kids like back in the sewers yeah like, it was near like a settlement deserted, in the sewers but, yeah right. yeah and then you have to like, escape it yeah you have to escape it because you like finally get to a spot where there's like all the fucking clickers and shit and there's
2: the door where you have to defend and and the whole thing yeah okay I yeah it,
3: where you're walking through with the the other guy and his son
2: his brother isn't his brother i thought it was his son will yeah i thought it was his brother
3: yeah uh but yeah, it reminded me of that in like a really weird way. I was like, "Huh, I wonder if this level inspired them to
2: be like, we could do a, a horror game, right?" Okay, so now that we talked about the like the last three quarters of the game, why don't we <laughs> why don't we do a general sort of picture of the story here? Nathan Drake is a descendant of Sir Francis Drake, Sir Francis Drake, Sir Francis, Sir Francis. Drake, great explorer, and he's got this girl following him, trying
0: to do a documentary slash report. Story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't think about it the way it is. It's a guy and a girl boating a camera. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Didn't Tommy Lee do this once?
0: <laughs> I didn't really think about it. Anyway.
3: <laughs> well, there was way no, less hepatitis C. In oh, Wow. I was going to say there was right that, for
0: the throat that giant thing that was like thrown on dock. It was dick and a <laughs> coffin. See, it's the correlation. Oh God. And then <laughs> uh, obviously uh, Nathan makes some make some deals and people know where he's
3: at because uh some trouble afoot no it was sully that made the deals oh yeah but it's all sully's fault
1: this seems like sully has a gambling problem a little bit
3: no 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 he honestly sully's kind of like han solo where he like he makes deals with people because he's a smuggler and then he like backs out on the fucking deals or he screws people over to try to get rich and then like it fucks him over and then he's like, Oh, I got a lot of debts, like, oh fuck. I'm so fucked. Like <laughs> <laughs> I am I owe a lot of money. It's I don't think it's a gambling problem. Tell Jabba
2: I've got his money. Tell Jabba. Yeah. Tell him.
1: Now I do like the dynamic between Soli and Drake. Okay. I think they have a good pairing there. I'm almost positive it was intentional. They have different personalities but similar goal sets which which make them strong characters to be aligned. I think they complement each other. Now, yeah, I will say Naughty Dog I feel has gotten better with developing their characters. These characters are very well written. I don't think they're as deep as the characters in The Last of Us. So I definitely see a timeline of them getting you can see the progression. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure they flesh these characters out better and better as they go through the Uncharted series. That would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, have, yeah, to, I'd they, have to say that that's, that that's they true. They absolutely do. But as just introducing these characters in the franchise, I think they did a very well job. They're very likable characters.
2: A very well job? Very
1: well job. Yeah, that was poor talking. <laughs> I think they did a... That was poor talking. <laughs> poor talking. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I think they did a great job or something like that. Yeah. I think they did a great job developing these personalities
3: in this game.
0: And they could definitely show between the two of them, like there's some type of history. It's not just like, you know, it seems blended together.
3: Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't like their relationship doesn't fall flat where you think it's just like ancillary to just telling the story Yeah, The way that they interact with each other and the way that they kind of like reference like their history with each other actually makes it feel like there's depth to the story as opposed to like, Oh, this seems all flat. And like, this is, you're just saying this because it's a game Mm -hmm. type of thing. It, One thing Naughty Dog does with a lot of their story-driven things is it's very immersive. It makes you get into the game. And I think, like, from their pedigree of making silly platformers to then make this, I think, is a crazy, crazy difference. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Night and day.
1: So while while we're on the topic of talking about the characters, I wish they would have done a little bit more development of the characters like i definitely know who solely is i definitely know who drake is but i feel like there was a lot more opportunity to learn more about these people and who they are
2: you mean like we don't really know much about elena we don't know much about the the main villain or who we think is the main villain throughout most of the story and then we know even less about roman his henchman that turns on him navarro thank you and then okay just gotta kill him now like you're right. There's Unless I missed it, there is not much there about that. But at the same time, I don't think you're really supposed to sit there and and think about like I, I really feel like this game is like running gun. Like you're meant to do it in a couple sittings. Yeah. It's it's
1: not that complex. No, no. And I think that's by design. And you could definitely see this turn into like an action movie as well. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to make that comparison. I... It'd be very easy for them to make an Uncharted movie. Absolutely. They wouldn't even have to change anything. They they've, could just be, little... they've been trying to do it for the last three
2: years. I think you're right, actually. I think I did see... Yeah. At one
3: point, on and off, they had uh, Nathan Fillion as possibly being the Nathan Drake. The voice
2: of Drake. I think he's too old now.
3: He is. They missed their opportunity. Because he would have been a great Nathan Drake.
2: Anyway. <laughs> so, the search for El Dorado. Yeah. Everyone's that's... trying to get rich. Yep. Pretty much. Everyone's rich. trying to get rich. <laughs> Everyone's looking for the
3: land of El Dorado. Correct. Right, which is that's what it's assumed it's a it's a area, and in during the course of the game, Drake figures out that El Dorado is actually the Golden Man, which is actually a like what they say five hundred pound statue made of solid gold, something like that. I, yeah.
0: I think it was more than like five hundred pounds, but something stupid heavy of like solid gold statue. Ye- yeah, and then
3: gilded man. Yeah, the golden man. <laughs> they come to find out later that it's not even just a solid statue. It's more like a sarcophagus. Right. And then it kind of like starts to get a little more towards the mysticism at that point, where it goes from being like, oh, this like ancient, you know, uh, it wouldn't be Aztec. What was the... Incan? Incan.
2: Incan. Yeah. yeah. It was like the ancient Incan. But there's even a line there where... Where Sully, I think, is like, "Hey, is that is that Incan?" And he's like, "No way! It's it's much older than that." Which yeah, I don't know if he ever. No, 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 no. By...
0: two thousand years.
2: Yeah, that was similar. It was a line like that
0: <clears throat> because they were looking at some of the artifacts, and it was that. Oh, it was before like they the went inside. Yeah, because Sully was like, "What is this Incan?" He's like, "No, this is older by like two thousand years."
2: Which I, I, this is probably more gameplay, but I just want to say that whenever I watch a movie or play a game where it's supposed to be an ancient civilization, and there's always like a mechanism that just seems way too complex or it's like push and pull this stone and then a million rocks move or something lights on fire. I'm just like, how, how, why? Like, this doesn't, this doesn't add up. Like, it really just is silly to me, but, and that's one of the things that takes you out of the experience, but that's exactly ...what this game was going for... ...situations like that... In, ...in Temple of Doom... ...where they push a button... ...and the ceiling starts to collapse... ...and spikes come down... ...like it's obviously... ...directly inspired by that... ...and is going for that kind of feel... ...it's just a small aside. Hmm.
1: Now, I will say... ...I don't know how they did it... ...but like... ...in your typical game... ...there's a lot of fetch quests... ...and if you think about it... ...this game is one big... ...fetch quest... ...you're just going to... ...to find this... ...the main quest is a fetch yeah, quest. Yeah, exactly... But for some reason, they really got me interested in going to find this artifact. Like, they actually had me, like, ready to, let's go explore. Like, and that's through the storytelling, obviously. But a lot of games start with this premise, hey, let's go do XYZ to, to achieve. I'm trying to be very generic about it, but a lot of them start off a story this way. Hey, let's go retrieve such and such item. And it usually bores me. But maybe because they had that whole Indiana Jones feel to this game, I don't know, they had me all in right from the get-go. And I think that is through the setup of this story. I remember reading
3: about like what their design philosophy was for the story for this one. Um, like I said, like I'm a huge Uncharted fan. Their design philosophy for this is instead of having giant twists, their giant twist is always that there's a supernatural element to it. But the way that they keep people interested is they do subtle twists over and over again and it makes the it makes it feel like you're part of the discovery team you like the way that they do the camera angles and stuff they always have a third person in all of the shot all of their like all of their stuff is mo-capped, and they always are putting the camera angle they do like this like weird like filming technique where It feels like where they have the height and everything of the camera angles pretty much all the time is like you're standing there and you're viewing it. They take like an average height and use it as a cameraman for all of their mocap. And it makes the angles feel like you are standing there watching this happen. So when there's a subtle twist, you're like, oh, yeah, we just discovered that. Like, it's just like a subtle trick in your brain. It's something that I really thought was interesting, and like it. Honestly, it's what makes them innovators.
2: So that's in all of the Uncharted games, including this one. Yes. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know if I noticed, but I'm saying it's not there. But that's really interesting. Anytime
3: they're having like a mind. dialogue, mm-hmm. they it's it's always like if there's a far off. Sh- I'm talking about like when they are like standing, like like we are now, or we're sitting, but like when they do shots like that. The the shots never over here where it wouldn't be like someone sitting in a chair, if that makes sense. If the three of you were just having a conversation, the camera would be like my eyesight at my height.
2: It wouldn't panty- be like a right. top down perspective. So it your would head be not be. Uh, a lot of be. the interesting
3: things happen in this camera angle where it's like, you know, looking back between the three of you having this conversation like you're a fourth person sitting there. So person maybe sitting there.
2: Subconsciously, Harry, you were getting more invested because of that perspective yeah, maybe. trick. It's, it's funny you said that, like, the, the little twists. I, I thought you were going to say... Uh, Quentin Tarantino
3: does that as well. That's actually something that Quentin Tarantino does uh, a lot, is he, he puts the camera at face height and uh, eyesight height. Of the first person, so it's just you're even more immersed in yep. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. Like, you think about that, just for another example of this, you think about that scene from... Um, glorious
2: bastards they're sitting at the table in the beginning yes that's what i was gonna say yeah
3: and it's literally all they're doing is going back and forth between a petite. yeah but it's literally when you're looking at him it's the eyesight level and the height and they literally had the cameraman sit in that chair focusing on the nazi general i forget his name and then when it was looking at the when it was looking at the House owner it was someone sitting in that exact same chair at eye level with the camera and it makes for tension it makes for these really interesting things and I I, that's subtle I didn't think about it. it's something that they've always done in the uh, naughty dogs done it in all of their narrative stuff last of us does it too. But it's something that's really interesting, and not a lot of games do that. A lot of games do this whole, like, we're up here looking at the action. No, they bring you down here, and you're talking. I assume someone on the
2: production level. team then has a film background, or know. they studied film. I'm, I'm honestly not I'm honestly
3: yeah. not sure. They could have literally just adapted it from other things that they saw. Like, I mean, Tarantino does that a lot.
2: Gotcha. What I was trying to say earlier is I thought you were going to say that you really invested in the Discovery because... You go to a location and you don't find El Dorado, but you find something that will lead you to the next area, which is very video gamey. But you're still you're still learning a little piece of the puzzle or, or adding to it or it keeps you fresh on the trail to try to figure out what happened, which is almost as interesting as actually finding it. Like Yeah.
0: It, it's not going to give you everything right away, but it's giving you enough to still keep that interest in there right. and to keep wanting to be like, all right, well, we're still, like you said, we're still kind of on the track for it. Now you're curious on what the next little thing is going to be to try to get you the big picture without necessarily just wanting the the whole big picture, you know, boom, right away.
1: I, I think a lot of it, even setting like the storyline aside, the journey was a story of itself. By right. design, of course. Mm-hmm. And I think that was well implemented into this game. I think that that's the point I was trying to boil it down to. It just took me a while to kind of get there. <laughs> I think
3: the pa- I think the pacing and how they they pace out the action versus the interesting dialogue versus the the puzzles because like a lot of games do this same formula where it's action puzzle reward action puzzle reward action puzzle reward you know they and they do that over and over again.
1: I I do want to touch on this when we get into the gameplay, but I feel like it breaks down to four parts in this game. Your action parts, where you're fighting enemies. Yeah. You get your puzzle parts, where you're trying to solve a puzzle with the book. Uh, You have your... Climbing. Your climbing or jumping puzzles, almost. Yeah. Almost Like your platform. Platforming, yeah. Yeah. Parkour. And then... So that's usually like the consistency of a level. It's just what's good about it. Like you were getting on, they rearrange it sometimes.
3: Yes. Yep. That, well, they they constantly rearrange. Yeah. It's not it. just the...
1: one one or one two three. It's like sometimes it's one three two, two two. Well, yeah. Well, two two, two one two two one. two. But, two, two I mean, it's like yeah, all over the place. Yeah.
3: They they constantly are changing this formula over and over again, and it keeps it fresh. Right.
1: Uh, and it keeps it going. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, I just want to finish that point. It's more gameplay, but the fourth part I was going to say is like a vehicle level. I mean, honestly, I think we should move into gameplay at this point. I think it's the natural progression. Yeah, let's do it. Does anyone else have anything to say about
3: the
2: story?
1: I like that both characters, Sully and Drake, were comic relief. It wasn't just that one character that you always look to. Well, okay, there is something I did want to say,
2: which is, while this is supposed to be like Indiana Jones um, or an homage to it, And everything's lighthearted. I realized this in the second Uncharted, and it's it's still prevalent in this one. It's probably the same throughout. But I sort of think of Nathan Drake as a heroic character, even though he is less like an archaeologist and more like a grave robber, which, again, he inherits from Indiana Jones. But I, I stopped and thought about it. Like, he's just a normal guy trying to get this treasure. But he's a goddamn murder machine. Yeah. Like, I, I I checked my stats. I killed 700 enemies <laughs> to find El Dorado. And when you think of Nathan Drake, you don't think of him as a villain or as a bad guy. But in terms of the way the games work, he's a cold-blooded fucking killer. He does kill a lot of people. He does. I can't put this in any other category other than story, but, like, with that revelation, does that change your perspective at all when you think about it? Like, okay, Joel's a killer. No problem. The world's gone to shit. It's a serious, serious story, The Last of Us, but Uncharted is lighthearted and fun and hey, let's get in the vehicle and I'm going to murder everybody who's on a four-wheeler. <laughs> Do you think
3: Indiana Jones is a murder- cold-blooded killer? Well,
2: that's the thing. So I stopped and I thought about it and I was like, well, who does he kill that's not associated with the Nazis or an evil cult? Okay. It's the same thing with, with Drake. With Drake's not killing in innocent pirates?
3: Yeah, pirates and mercenaries. Pirates, yeah, and, pirates mercenaries? and mercenaries. And fucking weird uh Spanish zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish zombies. Ghouls. Ghouls. I, ghouls. I mean,
2: you're not wrong. And ghouls. and pirates ghouls. are not <laughs> pirates are not good people by definition. But I just I sort of stopped and was like, I'm just trying to find like gold, you know? Here I am murdering all the, like, squad after squad of of people. And some of it's in self-defense, I'm sure. But to me, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. Like, Indiana Jones kills a couple Nazis, or he fires his gun on a tank and kills three. Like, I don't care. But in this game, it's like, I killed 700 people. to ultimately find Nothing. It just,
0: he loves gold.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. No, they did get a little bit of gold at the end. Yeah, a little bit. Alright, that, that uh, that's all lot. I wanted to say. That was yeah, a like lot a of, gold. Full yeah. of gold. Well, yeah. compared to compared to Eldorado, it's... Uh, i still opinion, say that was it.
3: a pretty good take.
2: Yeah, but, sure. but the jewels they have come without death. <laughs> yeah. You don't open one and die. Yeah, you know, I really would have preferred if, if the end of the game you had the choice to let Elena die. Or, you know, keep keep Eldorado for yourself. I think I think at that point in the story, you should have been able to choose your ending. <laughs> I agree. You agree, Clark? <laughs> yep. You, you totally agree? You agree? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for story. Such a dick.
1: Cool. Gameplay it is, guys.
2: Gameplay.
1: I love the level where you're driving the Jeep. Are you kidding? I love that level. That was so I, easy. <laughs> and yeah, it was a it, fun, it was fun, fun. Yeah. yeah just I, explosions and just like... I even liked like the Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much. I was living the Michael Bay movie. Watch out for the cliff. I said watch out for the cliff. I don't know. I thought it was a really cool level. It was a,
2: a breath of fresh air, and I expected there to be another one in the game and it wasn't. And I don't think the um I don't think the jet ski levels
1: really Ugh. they they don't qualify. The upriver one way. was fucking atrocious. That was, it was yeah, that, that was rough. That, that was a
2: pretty pain in the ass. That was tough.
1: Especially when you like you're okay, you're about to go up this waterfall. Up oh, barrel's coming. You try to stop your jet ski. Nope. And then you're starting to spin, and then you're trying to speed up to get over this bump, but then it turns you around and before you know it, you're all the way down the river again. It's just like, what the fuck? Yep.
0: I
2: didn't think it like, was
3: too, too bad.
1: No, like the, the key to ski. that level
3: is never stop. <laughs> never stop moving.
1: Just go, 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 go. See, I stopped a lot.
3: See, I would always like do it and then I would like kind of, because you can aim your camera a little bit. There's no crosshair, but you can aim your camera so you just do quick Boom. aim fire and Boom. just keep going. That's how I got through that, that level. It, that's the worst level in the game. Huh. Is it? I think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay, I, like, yeah, yeah. I like the gunplay and stuff in this. I mean, it's not... So it's not the greatest... Again, it, it reminds me a lot of The Last of Us because it's the exact same engine, honestly. Okay. Hold on a second.
2: I don't think the cover system works that well in this game.
1: I mean, it's okay. What do you Crickets. mean? Crickets. It's a simple Crickets. system. Crickets. It's yeah. a very simple
2: yeah. cover system, but I found myself wanting to transition from one space to another, and it just not working, or I'm running around in a circle, or I can tell, even if it didn't have a number or a title, this is the first Uncharted game because this was their first go at it. And in, in the second one, they've made a lot of innovations. Is the way that I, I feel. From this, and I'm not saying that that's really that's really a bad thing, but to me, the cover system was rudimentary, and the gameplay for the shooting I found to actually be a bit annoying. Okay, and and what I mean is, every enemy from the first till the end, where it's even worse, they're very bullet spongy. I should not be able to put two AK rounds into some fat dude with a shotgun, and he's still charging me. That should—that's not a thing. So I and I know guys wear body armor. Uh, okay. Well, I'm—I'm I'm not looking you gotta for aim like for the face. thanks. That. Well, hold on. No, I'm dead serious. No, 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 if You no. aim for the face like it's one shot, one kill. Well, that's why I, I eventually adapted to because I at first I was like, okay, I'm just gonna center mass these guys. Dut, duh, 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 duh. No, he's dead. No, wait, no, he's not. Dut, duh, duh. No, he's dead. No, no, he's not. He's still shooting me. What the fuck? Dut, duh, duh. Okay, they're dead. Like at- I got to the point where I was like, all right, I get it. I just have to go for a headshot almost every single time and. Once that sort of be- as soon as my my gameplay evolved to that, I started to have more fun. And of course, they throw in mercenaries and body armor and all that later. But I mean, like just like the first level pirates, like I just felt like they were all really bullet spongy, to the point where I would just go for the headshot whenever I could. Did you notice anything about the accuracy in the game? It seemed a little
3: off. It's off until you hit about the halfway point. Okay, so it's a natural progression. So, so, and I made these points during The Last of Us. All right. Now just, just hear me out again. In Uncharted, because there's no leveling system, it goes from you not being super experienced with a gun to becoming experienced with the gun because you start as like to an being like an expert with the gun towards the end of the game, and your natural accuracy and slow reticle movement becomes less and less in the beginning of the game if you aim and just sit there yeah he kind of moves
2: okay okay
3: which is exactly how last of us is until you put points into it and then you slowly get to the point where you can just draw a bead that is i really honestly like and and i truly now that you guys have all played uncharted 1 you guys can see the reference that i was trying to make in the last of us podcast where the last of us gun like the aiming of a pistol in that game is the exact same as Uncharted. It's just you have to spend points into it to get the progression, okay. Okay. the same progression. All right. But like the reticle's even the same. The circle? Yeah, the circle instead of the fucking crosshair, mm-hmm. which I hate, by the way. The it's circle so, or, so, the,
1: or the crosshair? I, ha-
3: I love a crosshair. I hate the circle. Yeah, I would agree with
1: that. I didn't pick up the, the progression of aiming in this game to be completely honest with you it felt the same throughout personally um so maybe maybe it's just a smidge of differences here and there it's small it is small it's a small difference what was i going to say i thought okay i know you were comparing it to the last of us i felt this was more similar to max pain 3 personally just the whole cover system just take away the bullet time and i feel like it's essentially max pain 3 if max pain 3 was right?
2: a saturday morning cartoon maybe
3: yeah, I just, <laughs> no, 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 like, even, even the shooting mechanics, I respectfully you. disagree. Okay. Because I think that there's n- there aren't bullet spongy enemies in Max Payne 3. Like, right. Max Payne, you hit somebody in the face, their fucking head explodes. In this, you literally have to hit them center mass in the face to kill them. And if not, you can hit them in the neck or the fucking chest, it doesn't matter. You have to hit them in the fucking face to down them. Um, for the mouth, hit it with your mouth, David. Hit yeah. it with your mouth.
1: But like, uh... I, I will agree with the enemies. Just the whole cover system and the shooting felt more like. But I mean, the the cover system and shooting is is done
3: in a lot of things. Like... Do you play
2: a lot of third person shooters where you use cover? A couple, not
1: a not a ton. Maybe that's yeah, why. Yeah, it's 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 pretty common. Like the the whole cover system. Oh no, 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 yeah, no. I I agree. It just like I remember not being able to transition well in Max Payne Three either. Like the way you were talking, like if you wanted to okay. round a corner or something like that, or because it, it would say a lot of times, like if you hit like up and circle, you would transition to like piece of uh, terrain like in front of you, but that like never worked for me.
3: No, that's not that's not how it works in this one. This one doesn't have a cover to cover system. It only has vaulting. You only vault out See, of the, cover. That's what I mean. Then is like yeah, there's no cover to cover system in this. It's rudimentary. It's mm. yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not as groundbreaking as like. Uh, Gears of war. Dude, yeah. gears, you could be like, I wanna go to that fucking spot. I'm gonna press X and you just fucking book it. And 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 but I will agree, Max Payne is the same way. It does not have a cover to cover system. It's you cover stick and then you have to get unstuck from yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think in Max Payne three, it's it's as soon as you move the stick, you're off the cover. Whereas in this, I felt it was really sticky. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, no. Seriously. Sentence. <laughs> if you could hear yourself. <laughs> no, like I I know what you're saying. I, I know the exactly wall what you're was saying. really sticky like you you you'd put
3: your back to it Those damn Spaniards. and then you'd have to like press and hold almost to come off
2: of yeah. the wall. Yeah. So I agree. A lot of times, I just wanted to run and gun, and felt that you're penalized for that because of your low health, and they're forcing the cover system. But it was a pain in the neck. I mean, the highlights for me for the gameplay were: oh, somebody dropped a Magnum, boom, watch that Ragdoll, boom, watch that Ragdoll. yeah, the fucking
3: Magnum was the (laughs) hilarious. Let's let's talk about our favorite weapons. Okay, I'd like to do that, and then we can kind of maybe move on. I feel like
1: maybe we should talk about some of the puzzles. We have to talk about the climbing. We have to talk about the climbing
3: and the puzzles. Favorite weapons? If it wasn't the Magnum,
0: it was the shotgun. I just love Blast. (laughs) I didn't like the shotgun, actually. Yeah, I didn't
2: like the shotgun either. I don't know why. I think it's just because I always like to to shoot guys from as far away as possible in this game. I didn't like to get up close and personal because I just end up dead. And I hated using melee. Like, I I never used it. And apparently there are stealth kills in the first game. I knew there was stealth in the second one. But I didn't see an opportunity to use stealth at all It is a little. It is a little seldom, but you They don't
0: really allow you to sneak No, no, they don't. You just have to seize the opportunity when it comes up, because there's a few where the enemies haven't noticed you yet. Someone has their back turned, and you can just creep up behind them and start snapping necks. Yeah, Yeah, you, like, jump on their back and fucking snap
3: their neck.
1: They didn't give you an, uh, like, they didn't give you an area to test it out, like a tutorial of stealth kills. You know, like, usually the first one in a game, they'll be like, no, go up and hit this button, and they'll just set up, like, a dummy character just for you to just fucking crack their neck. They didn't have that in this game. It's funny you right. say
2: that because uh, I think I said it earlier but after I beat Uncharted I decided to just transition right into Uncharted 2 and I played the first four levels in that and in that one I remember there being a stealth level which I didn't like at all when I played it at that time but having played the first game and doing that I was like oh this is this is a cakewalk and it actually was a lot of fun. So there, there was like a level dedicated to stealth in the sequel and it's fleshed out more. Hmm. But in the first one I do no. know why, why. do stealth? No, I can't see. I can't see a reason. It doesn't. It doesn't lend itself to it at all. I had to look into the <laughs> my statistics to see that there actually was tracking on stealth kills, and it said, "Huh? When am I supposed to use stealth?" <laughs> but I'd have to say that it's it's either the the Desert Eagle or the revolver Magnum. I mean, anytime I got that, I would just immediately use it. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, well, let me save it, and I'll hoard onto it, or I'll hold onto it and hoard the ammo." but they're so infrequent i was just like you know what forget the pistol pistols are everywhere forget the ak the ak's everywhere i'm just going to grab this boom and use it until i'm out of ammo and move on that those are my favorite weapons i mean i like the sniper rifle too but it was pretty infrequent
1: mm-hmm. i personally like the m4 i like rapid fire or like assault rifles yeah in games and that one was a super accurate one the the yeah the, it felt like the ak was kind of like all over the place like when you shot it but uh no the m4 just you get a bead on a character and just and it was it would it
3: would down most people in like three or four shots yeah too. yep it did more damage than the ak for sure definitely, which is not realistic to real life but I digress right <laughs> digressing <laughs> I was a I was a fan of the magnum the the magnum. I actually used pistols whenever I could in that game. I felt like they were more accurate than the rifles.
2: Okay, I can see I can see what you're saying.
0: Um, uh, I'm the same way. Even if it was, um, you know, it, like the Eagles or, um, what was the other ones?
2: There was Not a Beretta like and there was, it, yeah. it sort of looked like a, what is it, Tokarev? It looked like a, a Russian pistol, but it, they called it something else. The first oh, pistol yeah. in the game.
1: Something that drove me nuts. This is more in design, but he had a holster for two handguns the thing he was wearing uh, he has, yeah yes no the other one's clips i think the other one's is it? magazines oh okay yeah. never mind yeah. i i i was just wondering like why can't i pick up a second hand gun why can't i pick up a second hand gun you i wanted thinking, it to be max Payne. i did I, I did
0: bullet <laughs> time nathan drake
1: jesus
3: um <laughs>
1: did Scar- anyone
3: think any of the puzzles were like hard at all in general i thought the game was easy the yeah.
0: puzzles didn't stump me. Yeah, the, no. the puzzles are it, super no. easy. I mean, if you play enough puzzle games, you kind of get it. It's like, oh, here's the pictures. They each have a number next to it. I should just find the pictures and hit it in this order. Oh, They're all look. straightforward. I
3: did like the use of the book for all of the puzzles. I thought that was a really cool just semi and like, you know, you press the button and you just see him like pull it out and flip it open and like it's not just a quick menu it's just like it was a neat little side cut yeah like it was it was a really cool i thought it was an interesting way to give you hints and have you remember stuff from the puzzles
2: ah hints so the hint system in this is very similar to last of us sorry we keep talking about it but i always get annoyed look it's hard not to compare this to the last of us since we already reviewed it I i totally get it yeah um, but you guys know what I mean. Like, okay, let's say the path isn't completely, it's not an open archway where you're supposed to go or what you're supposed to do next. So you yeah. spend some time trying to figure it out on your own. Well, then the hint system is like, hint? Do you need a hint? <laughs> <Do> you been <wanna laughs> 30 seconds since you did the right thing. Do you need the hint? It's there if you want it. It, it just, to me, it was sort of like, fine, fuck it. Boop. Oh, there's that thing that doesn't look at all like anything I should interact with. Let me use it. Like when you have to use the rope, in i don't know what the second or third mission said so, i thought you were going to climb the rope but no you're knocking over another thing so you can climb onto that and then you have to ah the quick time events you have to dodge the the um like pallet of the pallet stone of stone from stone squashing it. Yeah. the quick time events in this i thought were really specific like they didn't need to be slow or anything but it was just like i think i missed most of them at least once no just me Cause Cause I missed slow slowly,
3: the uh, not all I missed. of
0: them I definitely got got squashed by the palette of stones the I first think that's time. the first one. Yeah, that is the first yes, one. I got down. killed by
3: that, too, because I forgot that quick time events were in the game.
0: Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I'm just sitting there, I'm watching it, and then it's just, I'm, I'm thinking it's just like a little cutscene thing. And then it starts dropping, and then I notice the circle button in the lower left-hand corner. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to, oh, fuck. He's, yep. he's nope. a pancake. Nope.
3: Yeah, I like put my controller down because there was a video, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to have a sip of beer. Oh, yeah, QuickTime events oh, as I, fuck. like, had the beer in my mouth, like, <laughs> tilted, like, oh, fuck screen God, goes fuck. gray.
1: It's weird that I find it odd that so many companies need to put QuickTime events in their games. So I will say this. The QuickTime events in
3: this one are dumb. Naughty Dog makes real good use of the QuickTime events later.
1: Yeah, they were great for Heavy Rain. That game was all quick time events. That game was not yeah. Naughty Dog. No. <laughs> yep. So like, I anyway. like that game though. Let's not trash that. I'm not
2: I'm
3: not. I like Heavy Rain. Um I don't know what this fucking joker is. I haven't appears. played it. I, I, really I, I like Light Drizzle. Yeah, he's fucking talking shit. Like he's oh, just God. Talking, talking shit. Isn't
2: there, isn't there, fuck out of there, is all there all like a, Isn't there like a Quick Time sex scene in that game? Yeah. Quick time everything in that What's yeah. his son's name?
1: Ethan. <laughs> Either! No, no, no. The Jason! 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 <laughs> Jason! Oh, yeah, his name. Jason! <laughs> Sorry. Jason. Jason! 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 There's only, like, two audio clips for it. Jason! Jason!
2: Jason! Dan. Dan. Dan.
1: Jason. Jason.
3: Anyway. <laughs> the quick time events in this game are not that great. Yeah, yeah we could have like done without them. The quick time events in the next couple of games are way better. Yeah. And they make a better use of them. They make them feel more impactful.
0: Gotcha. Instead of just feeling like, oh, it's there just
3: to kind and of it. And it's not it up a always just circle either. <laughs> oh. Oh, there was a triangle
1: up. in this one. <laughs> I didn't see a triangle.
2: Hmm. Yeah, those were for like opening doors or, no, or no. turning like,
1: the cranks? When you. Um, What the hell is his name that you're fighting at Navarro? I don't know. At the end, yeah. Is it Navarro? You have to hit square first and then triangle. Yeah, but that's because that's his combo. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a quick time (laughs) event, though. The brutal (laughs) combo. Yeah, but you're just doing a
2: slow-mo brutal combo. Bop. Boop. Bop. Yep, square, triangle, square. What else were we going to talk about? The climbing?
1: I like... I think the best thing... I like climbing. (laughs) (laughs) Climbing fun. Climbing is cool. I think the best thing about the climbing is that they show the environment, like the the crazy angles they give you when you're doing the climb.
2: Yes. Sometimes you lose lose the camera, you lose control of the camera, and it becomes, you're fixed on the...
1: Yeah, but I'm not saying it in a negative way. Okay. It's a good time to show off the environments. Like when you're on the cliff side. Oh,
2: yeah, and then
0: it kind of pans back out, and then you can see, like, it's where you're not necessarily right on top of Drake, but you can see, like, um... You know, some of the, like the extensive wall and the vines, and you know, some of the forests that or jungle. Yeah, I'm
1: talking more more specifically like the scenery. I think it was that that was their time to show off how well they can design environments.
2: To be completely honest, gotcha. With you. you know, the one that stands out to my mind is is early on. I think the next mission is called the Fortress because it's when you're getting into the fortress. Yes, yes. But you're walking on a cliff, and the camera's is just like, all right, I'm going to take the reins here, and it it starts to slowly back up, and then you have to. Go through that whole thing because I remember dying a couple times because I'd like to, I like to get into, into a groove with the momentum. And if I missed a jump and you see Drake fall and Ragdoll, which is always funny, <laughs> uh, it would start again. So, I think that's before you start to go into like windows and and things. And I don't know the, the name of the level. Sorry, I think it's either level two or three. But there's the one where you you start heading towards the sort of the end of the cliff and the camera just starts to back off and it becomes clear that you have to climb now. Hmm. i think the climbing in this game is great i think
1: it's pretty well done i yeah. liked it i enjoyed, enjoyed
0: it you're that are just always trying to run up to a wall wondering if i
2: can climb it to see his little hop his hop is pathetic <laughs> if you don't grab onto something yeah, yeah you can tell that you're not in the right spot when he hops yeah
0: because yeah, he does it's not even like a jump he literally just
1: gets like six uh, inches off the ground uh,
0: uh, 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 i want that ledge. Uh.
1: It's like a little kid at a counter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great Nathan Fillion. Oh, with the guys. lollipop! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So, were there any uh, climbing environments that stand out to you guys? I mentioned the one. Anything jumps out at you?
1: There was a couple times where it looked kind of weird. Like a ledge would be like at a weird angle, right? Mm-hmm. And then the character model—you see him like jump across, but it's like, oh, I know, you jump too far. But then all of a sudden, he's hanging on that ledge or something like that like it, yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: i do like any of them that had the false grips on it because it made you it gave you that little bit of sense of urgency cuz it's like you're moving through do you see it like rattle or you hear it cracking and you have to quick jump to the next one then oh, huh, huh?
1: yeah exactly <laughs> i i'm pretty much done with climbing but there was two other points i wanted to talk about gameplay for puzzles oh, we already sorry. talked about we did, puzzles we, did, we pretty much did puzzles i don't think what do you got harry uh the one thing i really liked there's one thing I like and one thing I don't like. The one thing I liked, and we were talking about this earlier, the comparison with the other players playing. It would, in the moment, not in a secret oh, menu. the leaderboard? The leaderboard, yeah, but it yeah. would pop up when you do things. It wouldn't just be like, oh, you got to search through the menu system or something like that. It would just be like, I just got a headshot. Oh, you're two behind Ralph, or you just passed Clark, or, or something like that. Like, it showed your... That sounds you know. about right. That's That sounds about right. <laughs> and what... When they pop up, <laughs> he's giving me a dirty look, and I would see it like I'm only one or two behind somebody else. <laughs> I made that my fucking mission to dethrone that person. <laughs> it's off like, of that, I got to
0: beat them. It's like I can beat this game, but I can still beat them.
2: And to
1: clarify, that is
2: in exclusive to the collection, the, is the edition right. for the PS4. Yep. That I don't think that's in the PS3 in, in any way. I, I don't think that well, that's a thing.
1: I thought it was a cool little add-on and a little like side project while you're playing through the game. Um, Speaking of which, the the treasures. That's the point I was going to say that I don't like. What a shitty way to innovate you into playing multiple playthroughs. Oh, you didn't get all 60 treasures? Play again? Question mark? I feel like that was their way to get you to, like, play more than one time so you can 100% the game. And they're just out in the open, spark, like, it wasn't like, it's like, oh, shit, I better check behind that rock. Oh, I found a fucking treasure no there was definitely some of that
2: stuff it definitely required exploration but it's not fun exploration it's just it's, okay, it's, here's the area that it's is just not in this battle do you see something flashing go after yeah it. I think I got about twenty five of them okay how about you guys i got sixty i got ten ten to fifteen
3: this time I had sixty on p s four or p s three nice
2: i I didn't make it a
1: goal to get them all
3: no but. I think I had like twenty eight or thirty it wasn't a
0: whole it, it was it was maybe half of them
3: yeah
1: yeah, I think I was just under 30. So. What is
3: nice is when you beat the game, though, you can go back and go into the levels. Okay.
1: I thought just, you, you know, were going to say, it. like, oh, what's nice is you can go back and try to so, collect them all. You, know, <laughs> you, <go back laughs> and you can do it <laughs> again.
3: Okay. And it'll tell you, like, oh, you have this many treasures out of this many treasures in that level. Oh, you can okay. get
2: all the treasures in the cheap level, Harry. You can go back and play again.
1: I like that cheap level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, though, that, I'm basically done discussing gameplay at this point. All right, graphics, oh, yeah. guys.
0: Graphics.
1: Graf- 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 all right, graphics, guys.
2: This game is fucking gorgeous. Well, I think we need to say that we all played, obviously, the, f- the PS4 version. I don't yep. know how great the PS3 version looked. Personally, I don't know it, that it's not much of
3: a graphical upgrade. Really, if that makes you feel any. What better about the about lighting?
2: It. Is the lighting the same? Yeah. Okay, because there were some moments where the lighting, to me, I was really impressed with what I was seeing. And Dude, it's it's not much. I mean, literally, when they say
3: remaster, it like they redubbed some of the sounds so that it could be in like a better like I think they did like seven seven one. Surround, oh, sound. Surround sound 7-1
2: instead of five and stuff
3: like that, but yeah, like they didn't do a lot to this game. This game is pretty much the one that I played on PS3. Okay,
2: having said that, uh, the game does look great. I think um, I noticed that, and this is a Naughty Dog thing. When you when you go to a cutscene, you can sometimes see that the quality of the the video dips a little bit, but I didn't see any of that here. It's really noticeable in The Last of Us, I think. Yeah, but for for this, it's a crappy game. And I don't... Know. <laughs> oh, fuck off. You've been taking shots at me all night.
3: <laughs> taking shots at The Last of Us. Taking shot of me, that's fine. It's cool if I, I was taking a shot in The Last of Us. I'd probably miss <laughs> anyway.
2: No, you would have shot Ellie. You would have shot Ellie. I would have. You're damn right
3: I would have. At least then
0: he can get the Ashley Johnson,
2: wanted. no. Mm-hmm. I didn't
3: really see that oh, same issue. Oh, wait, hold issue. on. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Real quick. Your lady friend was in... Uh, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh yeah, Infinite. Uh, oh, Ashley
2: Birch. Ashley yes, Birch, Ashley yeah. Birch. Who's she voice? I
0: know? fucking forget. You
2: just heard her voice and you recognize it? No, it we no, saw she it in the w- she was in the credits. Was oh. it Morgana? Maybe but she might have been Morgana. Look, I'm just saying. I think she's a great voice actress, yeah. and she's she's yeah, going straight up. We we, we, we saw it. In she she was the voice of. It the, just makes you go straight up. She was the voice of the girl in um in Horizon Zero Dawn. I, I think her career is only going up. Well, anyway, like you, you can know
0: that we think of you outside of the podcast. We saw that rolling through the credits. We're like,
2: oh, it's Ralph's girl.
0: Okay, it's that chick that he likes. Whoa, why are you getting mad at it? Yeah, why are you I'm getting not mad? We're I'm just pointing something out. You're just teasing me. I'm why? not mad, dude. Why are you are mad?
3: We're, we're not. We're not teasing.
2: She's actually Ralph. Calm down.
3: Game. She is in the game.
2: I'm calm. I'm calm.
3: Here, I'll find out who it is so you can masturbate to it. Later. I met her dad. He's cool. That's a weird thing
2: to say. She had a YouTube show and I saw I saw the whole family at a convention. So what were That's you saying about
1: the, the the graphics there, Ralph?
2: What I was trying to say is that when you get to a cutscene and it's clear that you're not in the in game engine anymore, sometimes you can see that a little bit of a depreciation in the in the quality of the H D footage basically. And this, I guess it's part of the collection, maybe not, but it seemed very much diminished from The Last of Us, especially the PS3 version of The Last of Us. So Naughty Dog really, it looks like they really tried to clean that up for this. Over the
0: years, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I, 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 Go ahead, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, no, I, cutting in between, uh, I think it, they actually did a pretty decent job for it for you know at least what it was i don't again we don't know if it was like that much graphically different from ps3 i know clark said it's basically the same but i think just the depth that they put into like the backgrounds and with the colors and making everything you know work cohesively where it didn't seem like it it was like mushed and like blended in a bad way i think they really did a good job with that especially with like the jungle the jungle was just gorgeous mm,
1: so Harry, did you have anything? Yeah, I I was going to say, like, I think there's a couple different levels here. The the environments, I think, if I had to pick out something graphically, I think it was top notch. I don't, I think Naughty Dog is just really good at making distinct and beautiful environments in every game that I've played so far. I just think they look spot on, well done. Just the way, like, when you're hitting some of those, like, like when you get to the castle, I think there was, like, uh, or the fort, rather, it was starting to become like a sunset. And the way like they had the the orange like sun hitting, yeah, the walls and everything like that. It just like re- looked really good. The- their environments are just very pretty looking.
2: I really liked the, the U boat in the Amazon. Yeah, so it looks like it's darker on PS4. Yeah, I really liked. That I could walk up to like the very front of the ship and spin the camera. I, I did that actually, and I recorded it. I-, I thought I thought that that was the the first time I sort of sat back and was like, "Wow, this
0: is oh, great." Oh, like when you were able to go all the way out on the bow, like where the one yes. treasure was. Yes, yeah, exactly. that that was really cool. Yeah,
1: I thought the character models looked really good, especially for like the main protagonist and antagonist, like the the main characters of this game. I thought were very well done. The character models for the enemies became very repetitive. Very though. repetitive. Yeah, like. The guy with the grenade launcher, he had like that tan vest on and I think the sunglasses for literally every, it was the guy with the, um, with the red shirt or is it in like a vest? Is it the same guy? Maybe. I don't know. But like if they had like a lot of the character models, just by looking at them, you knew what kind of weapon that they had. Oh yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, like you started to learn
2: and, and keep that fresh in your mind as you played.
1: Exactly. So I think they could have used a little bit more diversity, or yeah, I guess that's that's the word I'm looking for. I was thinking about that, but then I realized
2: that that's pretty much a, a gaming staple. Like I try to compare it with Bloodborne, and it's like you can tell that certain enemies just in their look. Like I think it's just it's just a gaming thing.
1: Yeah, but even like the townsfolk in Bloodborne, they all look different. They're they're basically like the same state of, like, metamorphosis, I guess, like, transforming into, like, the Mm -hmm. werewolves, but Mm -hmm. they had different clothes on, some had beards, some, like, had raggedy hair, like, they were all slightly different. They weren't, like, copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. All right, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but overall, I thought the the look of the game was just fantastic. I, uh, I mean, hats off. I think they really know how, I think more than almost any other company out there, they know how to design their environments that make them just so, so appealing to the eye.
2: I gotta say, I'm, I'm really excited for you guys who haven't played the next one. What was that? My phone. My apologies. Is that it said? What?
1: Chicken in the microwave. Take the foil off. <laughs> oh, she's Chun Li? Okay.
2: I'm surprised you guys recognized her voice or recognized her name.
1: We should remember you had a hard time
2: for. Do I talk about her that much?
3: You do. Shit. Any time that she comes up. Shit.
2: Who did she play in the game then? Well, I like Ashley Johnson um, just as much. Chun Li. Oh. I'm really excited for you guys, actually, because the next one is so much more. Like, Uncharted 2 is... It's the last game I ever traded in, actually, and I've always regretted that I did it. But now I have it. There you go. Right. Did you have anything for graphics? Or? I already said my piece. Did you? Oh, okay. My apologies. I, uh, the last thing I want to say is that I was surprised for this game that we we went to the jungle and we sort of stayed in the jungle the whole time.
1: I was okay with it, though. Like, there's different areas of the jungle. Like, you go in the caves, you go in these little forts. I know. Like, the environments were different enough, but still on the island. It made you feel like you were still on the island. Right. There's I want to say there's continuity there. But what I,
2: what I mean is, what I was expecting was, okay, we're going to be here for a bit. Then we're going to go to a different, geographically, a different area. Then we're going to get in the plane and go somewhere else. Like, I thought it was going to be more of an international story. Not, we go to, like, one island. Or, or we, we, we do travel... From one point to another, but once we get there, that's it. We're stuck there for the rest of the game. I just thought there would be more traveling, more variety in the environments. I did like how they
0: showed the transition at the uh, very end of the game when he opened up uh, El Dorado and like breathed in the curse, and then like slowly just oh, saw yeah. it like kind of take over him. Yeah. I, I thought that was neat, just the way they they kind of showed that, the way they did that. It's
1: like almost instantaneous. Yeah, that did yeah. It, it. Really didn't take it was pretty long. quick. It's like watch what it does. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's uh, talk music and sound of this game.
0: Mm.
2: Music.
1: I hate the fucking cricket noise. The cricket noise. There was a cricket noise in a lot of the levels that didn't even sound like a cricket.
0: I think that was just a cricket in your house the entire
2: time. I don't
1: remember a cricket.
2: No, no. I, don't I think, remember a I think, cricket noise. On I it. think
1: it was a poorly done sound effect. But that's my only gripe. As far as the uh, <laughs> the sound goes, <laughs> thought the voice acting was pretty spot on. Harry might mm. have had a cricket in his house. <laughs> <laughs> Telling
3: you, muffled under <laughs> something.
1: I even like the dialogue when like, when you throw a grenade to like a pack of uh, enemies. They're all like, "Uh oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oops!" Like they, they say something like, "I'm in big trouble now." Like <laughs> like something a little ridiculous, not like yeah.
0: sheer panic. Well, that's like him going, "It's like that's not good. That's not good." There's just like, just yeah, putting in the, like the little quips.
2: I, I don't know how much of it is scripted and how much of it is ad libbing by Nathan Fillion, but I really feel like he he just knocks Nathan Drake out of the park the, the role uh, in terms of the uh, voicing him. Um, I I have to agree that the voice acting I think is great. I really like uh, the guy does Sully too. I don't know his name.
0: Yeah, I like. He's him. always good. He really kind of like that. The voice was like perfect for the character. Yeah,
2: I think it's kind of funny that the bad guy is like British, which is like a thing. Yeah. for for the genre, but uh, the music. I want to say that, you know, the standard sort of Uncharted theme is pretty well known. But there were a few levels, and I tried to find them before, before we recorded. It's not Nathan Fillion. That's the movie. That's Spider-Man. There's no way that that kid was voicing Nathan Drake in, in 2007. It's Tom Holland, he plays Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I will retract my statement if I'm wrong, but I thought for sure that he was the voice of Drake.
3: Well, apparently the movie is being made with Tom Holland.
2: He's way too fucking young. Be nathan drake yeah what was i saying i lost my thought now (laughs) oh the music so the the standard uncharted theme is good um when you when you said to me because we were playing and you you sent me a text nolan north
3: ah fuck what the hell everyone said because he acts and sounds like nathan fillion all right listeners i'm
2: sorry i was wrong uh nolan north is the voice of Nathan Drake, and I just lost all credibility with my audience. Sorry. It's cool. Nolan North is
3: probably one of the best male uh, voice actors in video games. He does a lot of work. Him and Troy Baker now. Troy are like, Baker, yeah. I mean, they. I should have corrected you earlier, actually, because I just thought about this now, but Nolan North has played drake in every single one of the
2: oh yeah i'm sure
3: yeah because him and troy baker did four and troy baker did three voices in that
2: in that game he plays brother yeah should have figured spoiler (laughs) thanks guys what thanks that's not a spoiler yeah that's not a spoiler i didn't know that i saw that in a trailer that his brother is 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 in the fourth game i didn't say who he is Mm.
0: We'll gun him in the parking lot,
2: Harry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Stab, stab, stab yeah. in his ear. Now go.
2: Let the legend come back to life. What I was trying to say is that the Uncharted theme is pretty pretty standard. Sounds good. You, you hear it in all the games. But there were a few moments where I was just like running from one place to another, and the music really sort of surprised me with how good it was. Um, and just simple simple notes, simple simple themes. You know, um, when we were texting. And you mentioned, ah, I feel like I just walked into Predator. I was like, there were a couple times where the music, because of the jungle setting, sounded like the music to Predator, unless I'm crazy. Um, it's been a little bit since I watched it, but it's it's pretty much etched in my memory. I have to say that that's a choice that they that they did. like The music to Predator, their normal Uncharted theme, and then just a couple ambient tracks here or there that I couldn't find out specifically what they were when I searched the track listings, but... I think the music overall is is good. It's not like exceptional like I'm not down on my hands and knees bowing or anything, but it's it's very good for for the first game in the series. I agree the the theme is kind of kind of sticks with you a little bit. A lot
3: of the actual just sound direction in general sounds really good every time you're taking a footstep, you know, on the differences between walking on grass and walking on dirt and walking on like rubble and things like that like uh, the different guns sound actually different based on the caliber of of shot that you're using. The Magnum and shotgun you're shooting thunder. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I in general think it's a very sound, very sound game. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the voice acting again is incredible. I I really think that like the voices fit the people.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. I wanted to say something about Elena the voice matches the character model and the personality is it comes through all their personalities come through so well it's very well directed the, yeah the, those sure. scenes and the and
1: the voice acting is very well directed there's no amateur doing that shit M- minor gripe I don't know what instrument this is but I got kind of tired of hearing that sound effect when you pick up the treasure or it's the stuff when you hit things in the menu it's like a ch- no, the. It's like the wow. Oh. I th- Oh, the wangless, yeah. Is that what that is? No. <laughs> the, wangless? <laughs> the wangless. The wangless. The wangless. I don't know what instrument that is. It's like.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is that what that is? I thought it was a. It's on a high pitch when you pick up a.
1: <laughs> yeah, I always thought
3: it was a. Uh, Unix.
2: There it is. That. That. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's like a, like an aboriginal flute or something. It sounds like a fife.
0: Kinda <laughs> sounds like, uh,
3: like an off-didgeridoo.
1: Didgeridoo. I that, got really tired of hearing that fife. sound.
3: What is it? Does it say in the comments?
1: Oh, wangless. <laughs> Derived from.
2: <laughs> oh, if you want to make it your text
1: tone, that's why someone uploaded no, it. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, so, I know which one I need now. It was fitting uh, for the game? Well, oh, whatever. It was it was fitting for the game. It was still annoying as fuck to hear it as many times as I did. I think Whoa. it's a Wangless. Wangless, got it. The Wangless. That
2: that's, sounded sinister. That's a that's a death. Oh, it's there again, too.
1: So that was that was just my quick little bullet point I, there. I
2: think you're right. I think that instrument is a little overused. But if you want to play it again, just don't collect treasure. There you go. Oh, yeah.
0: Whoa.
1: It's my reason for playing again. I gotta get all sixty. No, you don't. You don't. You,
2: you want a platinum uncharted?
1: No. He wants to complete Shh. all games. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? No, they didn't motivate me enough to go get all sixty of that. No. No, if it unlocks something like fucking amazing Absolutely. Golden
2: guns. I actually thought golden guns were a thing. Maybe it's just the Max Payne three thing that just
1: There's different outfits in the game. Yeah, you can have a Naughty Dog shirt. That's fun. I put that on for a little bit. Yeah, so did I. When I was climbing the tower. All right, I think we should move into Final Thoughts. (laughs) All right, Final (laughs) Thoughts it is. Let's do it. Final Thoughts. Who wants to go first? I'll go.
2: Go for it. I think this game is a great foundation to launch this franchise. And, of course, it's easy for me to say now because, in hindsight, we have three other games to look at. I'm very impressed even though it's naughty dog and their reputation I'm still impressed. I went into this one with low expectations because I thought it was going to be, you know, basically the the blueprint for the for the other games. I was still surprised at how much is is here in this game. I thought for some reason I thought it was going to be like really short, really simple and streamlined and it is to an extent, but that's one thing we didn't actually talk about was the difficulty. I mean, maybe it's because I went from Bloodborne to this, but I felt that that this game was easy and if i died it it was because i was just playing way too relaxed it's meant to be a fun lighthearted adventure keyword adventure and it delivers
0: yeah i wasn't really sure what to think about it going into it and i I think i'm going to have to agree with some of the points you touched on it did feel pretty easy and that's not to say that it wasn't fun but at least uh Maybe it is compared to the past few things that we played, where it did seem, you know, not to take as much effort just to kind of get through. You just had to be smart about your your gunfire battles, and that's pretty much it. And not stepping on one of the triggers and having a, a rail of spikes be driven through your entire body, which was pretty cool too. Pretty easy to avoid. Yeah, pretty easy. You know, the strings on the ground, but I still had to make them run into it once or twice just to get some giggles. <gasps> Yep, that was good. I'm actually really looking forward to playing the rest of them, and I think it's, you know, what you said again, it does set a good foundation to put that idea in your mind of, oh, I really did enjoy playing this game, now I want to see how much better they could make follow-up titles, or at least hope they would make better with the follow-up titles, because not all things go that way. But at least from the praise it's been getting, then that's definitely enough interest for me to move forward.
1: Cool. Not to repeat what you guys have been saying, but I think that the the strongest thing this game has going for us, or for it, is how lighthearted, simple, it's just not an, an enjoyable game to just sit down and not have to, like, trudge through. Yeah. It's a nice story that keeps you interested. The, the gameplay is just light and just it, fun. The puzzles just keep you interested. The climbing. Like, it's all just very cinematic. And I know we touched on this earlier. The pacing is just right in this game. And it's just an enjoyable, just friendly experience that takes all the competitiveness out of it. So, yeah, just simple and fun game. (laughs) (laughs) Gadgly. Straightforward. In conclusion, was what I was looking for. Good job, Harry.
3: Uh, So, I actually think this is a really well-crafted game and especially the, the Naughty Dog's first foray into the adventure type of game. I actually think it relied heavily on the Tomb Raider and Indiana Jones formulas for a lot of their storytelling and gameplay. I think it nailed it. I really like this as the blueprint and stepping stone to what comes later in the series.
1: Well, let's uh, let's do our scores, gents. Mm, the score. Mm, scores. The score. So I'll go first. I'm going to give this one an 8.0, which ties with Mass Effect and Zombies ate my neighbors.
0: Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give this a. B plus.
2: I'm thinking an 88 out of 100. Oh, wow. That's pretty high. Pretty fair. Mr. Clark? I'm going to give this
3: uh, one pallet of gold rescued from an ancient Incan temple.
1: (laughs) What what was your score for Lion King?
3: It was uh, one dead carcass trampled by... Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> I think it
2: was one dead father's carcass. Yeah, one, one dead father's <laughs> carcass. Yeah. So
1: All right, cool. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our episode for the evening. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get on to turkey time. <laughs> Turkeys. Turkeys. Turkeys.
2: Turkeys. Putty. Gobble, bitch. buddy. <laughs> really, though, guys, uh, we have to do Uncharted 2 at some point. It doesn't have to be right away. I just like you. you I, you I want to play know. through you this don't whole... know.
1: I, at some point, I want to play through this whole series with you guys. so We could start from the beginning, and go to the end, and give it like a full. Now let's go to Uncharted sure. Four next. And yeah, then, let's to Uncharted and then, Four, and then we'll do three, and then we'll do two. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Got and me? then we'll do Lost
2: Odyssey.
0: Yeah, I heard that was good. I heard that was good. Yeah, and then Prince of Persia, and then we'll do, <laughs>
2: then we'll do Last of Us again, <laughs> and then Last of Us two and three and four.
1: And There's not going to be that many of those. The Last of Us Part Five. <laughs> it just doesn't sound right. And we'll see you in a week. <laughs> yeah, Turkey time.
2: <laughs> it's
1: it's <laughs> what's Turkey. got to do? got to do with it. It's Turkey. What a silly No, this is good. Go with Turkey time. <laughs>
2: What's turkey got to do? Tickles got to my do it my lips every
1: time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Boonies,
2: <laughs> in a hot day day.
0: Game over. Game over. Thanks for listening to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go. Stay up to date on our Facebook
1: at facebookcom podcast.